Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. Father, bless your sermon. Let it become a blessing to us. May we receive the blessings and the purpose of it today. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to look at the subject, transference of blessings. Transference of blessings. How blessings are transferred from God to us. How we receive the blessings of God into our life, our homes, and for our families. And the families that will come years after we have existed and gone. That is generation after us. How are we going to get the blessings of God to them? Amen. So we are going to look at how the blessings of God are transferred from heaven to you. That is what we are going to look at in these few days. And I will demand of you to do certain things that have to do with your life, your children, and your money. Hallelujah. To live in blessings. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 to 10. Let's see. Let's move on. Today we are doing a lot of talking. And I want to do a lot of writing. And I will also want you to enjoy because we do some strange teachings here. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, our Father. And he's also our God and the Father and the God of Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Of the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, every blessings you want from God, the blessing is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Every blessing you ever expect, whether it's prophetic, whether it is a miracle, whether it is breakthrough, whatever blessings you think it takes God for you to get it. The Bible said that God has given you that blessing, but they are deposited in Christ. So, it means that Christ has become the reservoir of your blessings. Are you getting it? Every blessings that God has for you, God has reserved it in Christ. How many of us has fridges in our home? There's water in the fridge. Okay? There's the whole of this week soup cook in the fridge. Because if you go and open some of the fridges and the deep freezers, you see the, the, the week's food has been cooked and it's stored there. Amen. As you are sitting here now, your parents or your kitchen or your money has reserved you every food you want to eat for lunch in the kitchen places. Have you got it? 
Every food you want to eat for lunch, it is in the house, in the kitchen places. So it is left for you to now go there and get it. That means between you and the lunch in the kitchen, there is a journey and a work to be done. There's a condition, there's a requirement. We will come there. Number four. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So which means God has blessed us even before the foundation of the world in Christ. Number five. Having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. So we are the children of what? God. By who? Jesus Christ. Hello? The Bible said that we have become the children of God by adoption through Jesus Christ to himself. So we are the children of God who were adopted by Christ unto God. Naturally, you know how they adopt a child. If you want to adopt a child, you walk to the children's home or you go to the parents. You tell the, the parents, I want to own your child and raise the child and train the child and give the child a future. So they sit down, they take all this asylum process and laws and whatever, feel whatever they have to feel, sign, do affidavit and transfer legal issues and everything. When they finish, the parents said, that, yes, I have legally, by my own rights as the biological parents of this child, transfer that authority as a parent to you so from today i cease to become the child of the the parents of the child and you have become the parents of that child and it is sealed and the moment that legal process is concluded you can now put your name on that child and the child become yours hallelujah that is the natural way So the Bible said that Jesus has adopted us to become children of God. So that means Jesus has taken us by fulfilling every biological and legal laws that is required to have somebody's child as your own. Has fulfilled all and has taken us now. So even though we were born by Mr. KYZ, Mr. KYZ has now no biological rights over our life. Jesus is now. Amen. That is why we are called Christians. Because he has put his name on us. And that is the reason why you don't say I am called Awuni. And you are also called Enchroma, so we cannot marry. Because we no longer hold the name of our paternal and maternal biological parent. We have now become children of Christ to God, and we now bear the name of Christ, which makes us Christians. So if Christians... You and I has become one family and as one family we're supposed to yoke among ourselves. That is why I can marry a Fanti, I can marry an Ewe, I can marry whatever tribe as long as they are also called a Christian. He who finds a wife has found a good thing and shall obtain what? 
Favor from who? They didn't say who, who married his tribe or her tribe. Has found a good thing and shall obtain. No. You can marry a wife from your tribe, but if the, the wife is not of God, of Christ, there's no favor that goes with it. The condition has to do with women or marriage that is in God, which has been sanctified by Christ. Six. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us acceptable in the beloved. So God accepts us now as children. Seven. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. Eight. Wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Nine. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. We are blessed though. Ten. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So, at the end of the story, when the fullness of time come, when the time of time come for God to now release unto you the blessings which is in Christ in the heavenly places, the Bible said that when that fullness of time comes, God will make sure that he will abound all unto you. Amen. The next scripture, Philippians chapter 4 verse 15 to 19. That my God shall supply or is what? All your needs according to his riches in glory. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Amen. Uh, you see, that is why the Bible said that wherever you go, if they bless you, leave your blessing. If they don't bless you, curse them and leave. Hallelujah. When Jesus sent the 70, he said, go and preach the gospel. Go to every where, every world. Enter every house. That is, go to every person. When you go there, whoever receives you because you are the servant of God or you carry the gospel of God, when you are living, bless that person. And the Bible said, and they will be blessed. But whoever rejects you, curse that person. And the Bible said, they will be cursed with their generation. And Paul said, when I left Macedonia, after I went for my missionary work in Europe, and I came back, nobody communicated with me concerning giving and receiving. That means nobody bothered to give to me so that they receive the blessing. Nobody. And he said, except you, the Philippians. Hallelujah. Which means, listen to me, if you give to servants of God because they have blessed your life or they have come into your life with the blessings of God, they are expected to bless you with the blessings God has given unto them. And that is why I'll come there. When you give to any man of God, demand blessings from him or her. You don't pay your tithe and just take your head away. Some of you, you drop your tithe anywhere. You can stay at home and give your tithe to somebody. Go and pay my tithe for me. 
hey, take my offering and send it for me. You're sending your offering. So who is coming into direct contact with the blessing? The one with the money. You drop it, he takes the blessing. Sometimes you will never even see the person again. And you are sitting home that the person has sent, I've sent my offering. Let's go, 16. For even in Thessalonica, he sent once and again unto my necessity. That is, they continue giving to him even when he left Philippians and went to Thessalonica. They were still sending him. Hallelujah. That is a man of God, a pastor has ministered to you and the pastor has finished ministration and gone. Gone to the, send him blessing. He left that to one to another place, send him blessing. That does not mean that you people will start looking for a hand. This man of God came here, prophesied. So I send him offering. Where is he? Send him offering so that you just scattering your offerings all around and you don't leave any offering in the church. No. This one, Paul was talking about his missionary trip, but he's talking concerning the blessings of giving and receiving. That when a man of God comes into your life, when the servant of God comes into your life and he is a person of blessing, you are supposed to bless that person and expect to receive blessings from that person. Let's move on. 17. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So when you give, it's not that the, the man of God wants a gift from you. Amen. But the giving that you have given is a fruit that is going to be abound in your account. In your storeroom. Hallelujah. Let's move on. 18. But I have all and abound. I am full having received of Ephroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of sweet smell, perfumed. <laughs> Bless the man of God with designer perfume. Amen. This is some of the things that attract anointing. And you know the spiritual significance of a perfume. We did it here, you remember? Yeah. So, blessing the man of God with that perfume, that's a great thing. I don't want to just stretch the day today because this, 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 this month I want to relax and and then the last time I, I traveled, I, this, I, I preached in a church. And after I was leaving, we have close and I have to catch my flights. And, and there was this sister. I preached the church before. I was looking at her, where is this sister? She said, Togolese. And I couldn't find her. Then the pastor said that the sister called that we should wait. She, the moment we said the grace, she has left and drove to Walmart. From where we're having the church and Walmart, it's like driving from here to maybe central Accra. She drove to Walmart in town to buy perfume. Bought it. And then when he came, I was a man of God, just take it and bless me. So I just took it and said, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord cause you to smell like the power of this perfume. And he said, I receive it in marriage. I didn't even know. So me, I left. Me, I was blessing her to command blessing everywhere she goes. She received it in marriage. Hallelujah. I came down December 
by December ending, that was around the November ending. By December ending, I was here. She sent me a mail saying, Man of God, the blessing has come to pass. I said, Which blessing? He said, Do you remember the perfume? I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah I have it. I'm still enjoying it. Also, man of God, you will not believe it. That following week, I went to work. And this man who has been in our work, all of a sudden, he told me that if I can escort him to teaching service in his church that evening, the long and short is the man has proposed and is getting married to her. I think this month. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes we do it, but how many of us do it with the consciousness that we are doing it to receive a blessing? How many of us? You are bringing coke to pastor. You are bringing water to pastor. You are bringing memories to pastor. You are giving pastor an offering. You are doing it. Are you doing it knowing that this is, I'm doing it to get a blessing out of that person? Or I'm doing it because he's a pastor? Hallelujah. I want, you see, I want you to attract blessings for your life. I want you to be blessed. Listen to me. The blessings of men of God are not for them. They are for the church, for the saints. The anointing of men of God are not for them. It's for the Christians, it's for the believers, it's for the people of God. So if you don't devise a way of getting the blessings from the men of God, they will contain it and they will die with it. One time, Israel did not absorb all the blessings in the prophet. And when the prophet died, they were going to bury another man. And mistakenly, the corpse rolled and touched the bones of the dead or the rotten prophet. And the corpse resurrected and came back. Everybody, hey! Said, yeah, because the anointing is still. They couldn't take it all. Still. Hallelujah! Said that from you, an order of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing to God. So there are some sacrifices they are acceptable and they are well pleasing to God. Or no, so mercy. Ha! May the Lord extend your coasts. May the Lord enlarge you to the left. May the Lord expand you to the right. May the Lord cause the dew of heaven to be on you. May the Lord cause the fountain of deep to come upon you. May the Lord cause you to be a blessing. May the blessing go to the generations after you. There are certain offerings when you receive it, you have no cause. You have to bless. He said it was acceptable offering. 19, then we move on. Say, but after saying all these things, say, but it means all the blessings that you are getting from the man of God, they are not sufficient. He's now coming to release, to give you the very blessings that will bamboozle and blow your life. Say, but my God, for what you have done, shall supply all your needs. Not one, not two, not three, all. For a minute, I want you, if you think you need blessings from God, I want to give everybody 30 seconds. Count your blessings that you need from God. Everything you need from God, begin to count them. 30 seconds. What do you need? You think you have a problem. I need God. I have so many. God, my problem. He said, God will supply all your needs. And how many needs? 30 seconds. If God has come, this is the man of God, the servant of God this morning, giving you the right prophetically to announce your blessing spiritually for God to endorse. How many could you? At most was five. And I stand to declare that those blessings will come to pass. Those blessings will be fulfilled. 
you shall receive them in the name of Jesus the Lord will cause your hands to hold those blessings in Jesus name so he will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus and what is those riches in glory by Christ Jesus Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 where in heavenly places so you see just by giving God is prepared to supply all your needs Sometimes we think we have need. We have need. You see, the reason why it looks like we have need is because we are not giving so much to attract that need. And because we are not giving that much to release that blessing unto us, we still don't see that God is being blessed us. And the burden and the pressure of that one need assumes that we have thousand needs. You don't have any needs. Maybe all that you need is that guy to say finally, finally, the conclusion of the matter is that in June, I'll do the wedding. And then you go to my house. While I'm doing the wedding, I put in your visa applications. So by the time we finish, your visa is ready. You go and live with, with me outside. Your fiance is outside. Because this is a prophecy. Amen. So, after doing that for her, you know what is going to happen? All the problems that God and I'm alone and I need children and I knew that and I knew that and I knew that, all this burden will settle. So sometimes the need you have is at most two, three. But it looks like we have plenty, and the Bible said that if we are faithful. If we give to God, we attract those blessings. Let us look at the blessings. What is the blessing? Today we do a lot of talking here, but we'll finish all the same what I want to do today. What is the blessing? God said I'll bless you. The blessing is the supernatural empowerment of God to prosper. That is the blessing. So God has given us every spiritual, every supernatural power to prosper on it. It's the ability. And the prosperity of God is to possess the wealth of the earth and also the everlasting life in heaven. That is what we call the prosperity of God. So when we are, God said that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. He's not talking about having plenty money. He's talking about you shall possess the possessions of the earth and you also make it to heaven. That is the blessing. Amen. So, when you are faithful in your giving, For the gospel of God, God empowers you. God gives you some kind of anointing, some kind of favor, some kind of unction that wherever you stand, you will take possession of the best thing in that place. And you will end up also making it into heaven. Hallelujah. Who owns the blessings? Because I'm talking about Christ, Christ, Christ. Now, who owns the blessings? 
custodians of the blessings. Who, who, who owns the blessings? The blessings that God will give to us. The blessings are for who? Some of you are writing and I'm going fast. Don't worry. The blessings of God or the blessings God will give to us, number one, is for God. God is the owner of the blessing. God is the power to prosper. It's God. The supernatural power, the supernatural ability to prosper on earth and also to go to heaven is God. But God has given that blessing to Jesus. He said, and God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So God has given the power to become, the ability to become, the favor to attract to Jesus. And then Jesus has to empty those blessings to us. So say the blessing is for those who are in Christ. Amen. So, the blessing of God, the power of God to become at the end of the day, God doesn't need it. What is God going to prosper for? Heaven is gold. There is no problem. There is no suffering. There is no tiredness. There is no sorrow. There is no tears in heaven. There is no marriage. There is no broken hearts. There's no rain, there's no erosion, there's no scorching sun. You don't need a visa. So God doesn't need all those places up there. The power, the ability, God doesn't need it. We need it. And God said that if I give it to these people free, they will abuse it. So attach it to a condition. Remember, when God gave the blessing free to us through Adam, we lost it. Can you imagine God get up tomorrow morning and call Bra Farouk alone? Say, Farouk, now the blessings of every human being I've given to you. If you don't come to prayer meeting, know that you are out. But God didn't see it that he gave it to Christ. And God knows that Christ will come in the human form. He said, if I leave the blessing for Christ in his human state, he might also attach a condition to it. So I will give it to him and attach it in a spiritual state so that Christ will transfer the blessings to people who meet the spiritual requirement for it. And gave it to Christ. And said that so those who can become Christians, who will accept him, believe in him, they now will have the blessing. That is, they will possess the wealth of the earth and they will also make it to heaven. Amen. Amen. Now, we want to look at the blessings available. I'm giving you 21. It's supposed to be two. The blessings available. Now we spoke about the blessings. What is the blessings available for us? What is the blessing that God has for us? The blessings of God to us are in threefold by reason of our rights before God. Before God. Threefold. And until you have possessed all these three blessings, 
you are not blessed. Most of us, even the first one, we have not possessed it all. That is blessing by our redemption rights. The blessing of salvation. And we have the covenant blessing and we have the partnership blessing. And we shall do all these three here. And then you will know. Amen. Do the blessing by the blessing we receive because we are saved, because we are Christians. We have that blessing. Then the blessing that we receive because we have a covenant right before God. And then the blessing we receive for being partners with God. 